0: What's up, WTR fans? We are here with a very, very special video interview. We've never done video before, but we are here for a very special time with our guest today. He is a filmmaker, writer, and actor. Um, his film, Shithouse, won the Grand Jury Prize at South by Southwest, and he has graciously come on our podcast today to come talk to us about it. So, Cooper, how's it going?
1: It's going great. So this is video. I am being recorded right now. Like, yeah, I think so, yeah. People can see my face. Okay, great, great, great. <laughs> I they did. saw a lot
0: of it on the screen, so they saw a
1: I lot know. of it on the screen. They did. But I I uh I don't know, do my I just kind of not that I just woke up, but I look fine. We're great. This it's quarantine.
2: Awesome. We're we're all going how we can. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Um so the way we
0: like to start these interviews is we have a uh, one of our close friends, Jordan, he's a filmmaker as well, and he always tells us the most important thing you can ask any filmmaker is what was the reason they made this movie? What's the message behind it? What did they want to share with their audience? So in your own words, could you describe that a little bit?
1: Yeah. I wanted to make a movie about the pain of leaving home and growing up and also just uh, the empathy I have for uh, parents who have to leave their kid there, like drop their kid off and drive away. I think that's uh, super, not just, weird but it's crazy that everyone has to do that even like if i'm not saying i mean in shithouse i'm the kids in la parents are in dallas but i uh i think even if you're going down the street it's still incredibly hard and that moving into that second home is something that i feel like people don't talk about enough and or prepare you for and so i wanted to make a movie about just how hard it is to fall asleep that those first couple nights under a new ceiling it's, it's impossibly yeah. hard.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I can, Alex and I both went away pretty far for college. Yeah. And um, I know that neither of our parents took it too well. Um, and I think that that's a really interesting angle that we don't really get in a lot of these classic college movies, right? We see the partying and we see, right. you know, the hookup culture or whatever it is. And we don't see a whole lot of, oh my God, like I miss my parents.
1: Right. Um, I, think a lot of, I think a lot of writers see college as a playground, or they're coming from it, uh, from a place of nostalgia. And I, for me, when I wanted to make a movie about college, it was only going to be about one thing. And that's just the pain of leaving home. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So how much of this movie is autobiographical? Like, would you say?
1: It's, uh, it's based on my relationship with this girl named Madeline. So that's all, uh, Maggie is very much, uh, based on this person that I know very well I know uh, the arguments that we've had in our relationship and um, so it's it's definitely personal and from a place of drawing on my life in that way but Alex is not me as much just because I, I Alex was me trying to figure out I think what my insides were feeling my freshman year I think what what i talk about in the movie uh about how kids turn their brains off when they get to college i think i did that for sure like i drank a ton my freshman year and i was similar to the roommate in that way but i think alex was me trying to just like get to the core of the feelings that i was having and because alex is just someone who's like this close to, to the pain of leaving home and i wanted and i thought that character says a lot about the college experience and um So I think that's where that character came from. It wasn't necessarily, like I did have a lot of phone calls with my mom and I did cry uh, a lot on those phone calls, but I I hope I'm not like as annoying as Alex or (laughs) as much of a baby as Alex.
2: Well, I definitely will say, like being a twenty-something-year-old in college at the time, like looking back, and also being named Alex, definitely points where I was like, "Oh, this is hitting way too close to home." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: You're like, "How how dare you?" Yeah, I was like, "I feel
2: seen." Please, nobody text me right now. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I didn't want a dorm at all. Like, I was so against leaving home. I grew up here in new york and like i didn't want to leave my friends my family just like my favorite food places obviously when i visited the campus i was like this is like my it feels like home but like away from home um so i went through with it and i i think like oh you always talk to people who are like going into college about like oh i don't know if i should dorm or not so can you kind of like give your two cents, your advice rather on like what you would say to people who are kind of going back and forth about dorm life?
1: Well, I I didn't have a choice at my college. Like I had to be in a room with a stranger way too close to him. And so I uh, definitely, I don't know, I, I wouldn't recommend it, I guess. But if you have to do it, I think, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any advice. I just think it's endlessly interesting to have to live with someone so close to someone, because I think there's no way you're not going to hate each other. And there's no way you're not going to eventually get somewhat close just because of the nature of um, Seeing them like so uh, closely. It's just uh there's this resentment that I think I felt towards my roommate. I think he's felt towards me just because it's like, I don't want people to see me like this, <laughs> but, but there's no choice because you're right there. Yeah. And you see there's their schedule and what they're doing and what they're not doing. And it's just, it's so intimate.
2: It is definitely a very like, you can't get away from it type situation. Um, and then I guess like a, like a coda to that question um obviously like online and virtual schooling is like a big thing right now yeah um and it's just like people are like oh i didn't enjoy my senior year i'm going into college and i'm not even there yet do you have any words of encouragement for those who are missing out on uh, like the whole college aspect or
1: it sucks so hard to be you i, I no, <laughs> no i i um uh yeah. I mean, it's terrible. It sucks. It's, it's really sucks. And I'm so sorry to all those people. Um, uh, I hope you're with someone that you can talk to and, and hang out with. I think, uh, I wish that this movie was coming out in a time where everyone w- was at college. I think it sucks that it's coming out when people are like, Oh my God, I'm not there. But I think that there's something about the movie where it's just two people talking that I think some people do have that where they are. And, um, But yeah, I guess words of encouragement. I think, I hope no one knows anything right now, but I hopefully things will get um, back to some sort of uh, place that uh, can feel better than than it is right now. I don't have any words of encouragement. So it's so bleak out there. But um, I hope you watch this movie and it feels like a warm hug. And I hope you are still finding your hugs and not forgetting about the fact that you need them to get through the day. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking of you and, uh, sucks.
0: (laughs) I mean, I think going hand in hand with, you know, I guess, dorm life being forced into a roommate, um, somebody you don't necessarily like it's an unforeseen and unchangeable circumstance, kind of similar to how online schooling is right now. Yeah. Um, So I guess just making the most of it is one of the big things I can pull away from this um moving pivoting a little bit um just seeing some of the reactions that have come out about the movie i've heard a couple of different comparisons to richard linklater and uh i'm just wondering it, how you feel about those comparisons are you a fan
1: i love richard linklater i think the comparisons are uh not simplistic but i think it's definitely my movie is definitely two people walking and talking yeah. like before a sunrise but i think um i don't know i Richard Linklater is a guy who has amazing ideas and his scripts are uh i don't know he's an older person who's thought a lot about life and not just uh who he is but what it means to i don't know he in that movie they talk about reincarnation for like 10 minutes or yeah. something and i in shithouse we're just talking about our families and like who who we think we are and what we think college means so I think it's way more uh I don't know I saw one review that was like it's a less uh intellectually ambitious before sunrise and I was like okay like I wasn't trying to I don't know I think I think they are very different movies but the in terms of how I just care about connection more than anything and care about these two people uh in a scene together I think Richard Linklater is a filmmaker who just cares about that too. So I think that I, I feel so grateful that I'm being compared to him. Cause I, I mean, I love him. I think he's an amazing filmmaker. So I do love it. But at times I'm like, I think Richard Linklater might hate that you're saying this right now. All right. Well, Richard, I didn't say it. All right. It was
2: <laughs> um, well, yeah, I think, I think like there's, there's certain instances like that where it's like the specific, the specificity and like yeah. universal elements, um, and like you see movies like that, and it's like this is, like this is really like honed into something special, um, and like I just remember there's one quote I don't remember who says it, but it's just like death is ass, and I was yeah, like, I said that. For okay, sure. I was yeah. like, I literally <laughs> said like, me and Josh have a little quote book of each other, and like one of them from me is just like health is fire, and it's just like <laughs> very like weird things, and the the fact that you just like hone in on them, it really does feel like purely authentic and organic. And it comes across through the film. Um, and another thing that I thought was incredibly organic, and it, it's an, a- an aspect that I'm glad you touched on uh, when we first started the conversation, um, the, the relationship with your mom in the film. And I love that. Uh, I think it's the second phone call when they're in the car. It hit me very, very hard. Because yeah. like we said earlier, it's not something you see in a lot of college films. Uh, so what was that like kind of, building like a relationship with a fake
1: mom and like um well first of all thank you so much for saying those two things both of those things um amy landecker who played the mom uh, alex's mom is an amazing amazing actress and we had a phone we met over the phone so there was and we were talking about her kid and i was talking about my mom and it just like i think i don't know it felt really easy in a way it didn't um it wasn't weird at all like i didn't feel like i was wanting her to be my mom like the way that my mom in real life is like i didn't want her to like do an impression or anything like that so i just kind of thought about myself as alex and alex's mom and just trying to like not relate it back to my personal life that was because if i did that i feel like it would have been weird but um yeah that scene also hit me really hard on the day i i like I said before, Alex is me stripped down, and so those scenes that I'd written were like really me trying to get to the heart of w- my feelings. And I didn't write that I was even gonna cry, but I just when I started talking, I was like, "This is okay." I asked for this, like I asked for to get to the heart of it, and I just couldn't stop crying, thinking about how sad it is to. um, not only leave your mom and you're never gonna have that that time back together. That's so sad. But also just thinking about what my my mom put so much into my life, and I'm just like gonna not be there. Like it just thinking about her, where where she's coming from. Like, and also just knowing how strong she's being for me. Like I am aware of all of that. And so I think there's a line where I'm like, I'm sorry. On t- that in that call and I just like really felt that so hard like I'm really sorry and I when I was directing her side of it with the sister there's this look that she gives to the daughter where she's like oh you're gonna leave too and I was like so sorry that I was like making making her do that but I was just like this is what it is to be a mom and I think I don't see a lot of movies that because uh, I think there's movies made by moms who like know themselves really well but uh, they're not so vain to like make a movie that's like poor me or like or look what i have to go through but i just really wanted to say like mom i I see that this is horrendous like i can't believe that you're being strong right now and like seeing the fact that uh not only are you not going to get that time back but you just like you put in so much and you just don't get a lot in return and um and that's just the way it goes. Like, Alex is like, I, but I do want, I don't want to come back. Like, I want to, I need to go on. And um, so, yeah, it hit me too.
0: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I know, and like I said for Alex, I know your mom, Alex, and I know that it was not easy for either of our parents <laughs> to uh, let us go. But I think that my mom had a little more fun with it. I yeah. distinctly remember calling her after throwing up, after a very long night of drinking, I would thrown up all over my bed and I told her, like i said what should i do should i like try to clean these sheets should i throw them out or whatever she was like do whatever you want she told all her friends about it yeah and that, yeah yeah and i had a nice gift to come home to because everyone was <laughs> asking me about it um but i think that you know i can still relate to alex's character or like the character of alex because you know there's a little bit of a social ineptitude that i felt as well yeah. um, but i'm wondering cooper was there like a very specific party or like night out on the town that really like comes to mind when you think about like when you first went to college
1: uh, yeah, I don't know what I want to say I yes definitely but um yeah I mean the night there was a night that I met Madeline who Maggie's based on that we we didn't have like a whole night out or anything but just I remember being like oh all right I'm think I'm in love with this person just from this one night and um and I never felt that before and it was just like really uh Nice, because it kind of like felt like it threw me into uh, not adult life, but it felt like I was like growing up like when you feel there's moments where I think when you fall in love. You're like, Oh my god, I'm a, Not an adult, but like I feel older right now, That I feel such strong feelings, but so that comes to mind. But there's other crazy nights where I just like how there was one night my freshman year it like Spring Fest it was our con- There was a concert and I don't know how, but I got so drunk that I thought I was going to die. And I, I walked, because I didn't want to like sit down at the concert and like be like, ruin people's time at the concert. So I walked back to my dorm and I was going to go inside my dorm, but I was like, I'm going to die. So I need to stop and sit down right outside of the dorm so that like every single person who walks into the dorm is going to see me sitting down with my head like this and and like check on me to make sure, oh, is this guy dead? Because if this guy is dead, we needed to call 911. And I just wanted to, I wanted to like plant myself there so that people would like see me and make sure I wasn't dead. Because I thought I was so drunk. I was like, I'm going to have to get my stomach pump tonight. And it, surely I was like being a baby and I wasn't like that drunk, but I did end up like vomiting in front of the dorm, in front of like a lot of people who were all like, dude, do this in your do this in your dorm room. Don't do this in front of the entire dorm. So that's the funniest uh, story that I have from college that it yeah. just involves me.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's that great scene in the movie where the roommate Logan Miller's character is throwing up all over the place and you're just helping. He's like, fuck off, asshole. Get out of here. And well, I my- was like, that's how, you know, that's why people leave the drunk people sitting alone. <laughs> because yes. it's like nobody wants to get yelled at for cleaning up your puke.
1: Well, that's the whole thing, is my so my personality is I always think I always want to take care of someone when they're throwing up. Not that I think like, oh, this is gonna be a moment for us and so we're gonna get closer, but <laughs> I just I have this uh thing where maybe I don't want to focus on my own problems. I think that's Alex's problem, but I I always want to help and take care of people but so many times I was just like shooed away and because like I think people their freshman year and all throughout college are having their exorcisms and they're just like get the fuck away from me I don't want anyone else to be involved in this but I'm someone who does like it was very me to sit in front of the door and be like someone help me instead of like just going to my door and be like uh I don't know if I'm gonna be okay um so, yeah. That so it's funny. That story is very Alex in nature. <laughs>
2: Further proof that college can be an absolutely ridiculous place at times.
1: Yes, it's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> it's it's multifaceted in terms of like it's the most freedom most kids have had like at the time, but it's also like incredibly structured. Um, yeah, just like. Uh, this is when the party is this is when classes right. are like how do we get a day drink somewhere in here yeah stuff like that um yeah so like with that mix of like structure and and spontaneity um are you more of like we're just gonna go with the flow type person or are you more of like a schedule oriented
1: i'm more go with the flow i'm just really bad at scheduling but i it's really funny you're saying that because there is that quality i i always think of it it is the most freedom but it's so funny, like there's a, uh, there's a line, I think maybe it got cut actually, but I, I made up this whole, like there was a party schedule, because it just felt like at college, there's like a party, like where's the party tonight? Yeah. Like it is so structured in that way, That that's a really good point. Um, but yeah, no, I I think I'm a go with the flow person, just because I don't think about schedules. I don't like schedules. Obviously, I was late to this thing, like I'm
0: bad, <laughs> that's fine. I'm
1: um, bad at it being
0: for for incoming freshmen and we'll say for like next year for new kids going to college would you recommend they try to you know go with the flow more or try to keep like find out when the parties are find out what who's doing what when and go and do those things
1: it's a mix It's a mix you can't you can't just go with the flow the entire time because before you know it you're like don't have any friends <laughs> but i i <laughs> think I think uh, don't be the guy who's like, where's the party tonight? Where's the party tonight? But I think you do have to ask questions of people who, to make sure that you're um, uh, being an active participant at college and making sure you find your people and figure out where you belong. But, but I think you also have to uh, like know that college is the the time when, I don't know, I, I met some people who were like, I always have to go to bed at 10 p.m. And I'm like, you can't do that at college. Like this is a time where, so many amazing moments will happen after 10 PM. And, um, but I think some people are so strict with their schedules that, uh, I think some, I, there's someone who's very schedule oriented in my life and they have this really great perspective where they're like, the reason why I do all that scheduling is because of the nights where I stay up all night. Like I like, that's why I have this. Cause I think that's a great way to look at it is like, I'm going to be so structured so that the night when I don't get any sleep, I'll have all that other sleep to fall back on. Yeah. But, and I think that's like a, is a in a nutshell what could be a great look at life. But for me, I don't do any schedules. So I'm really, I don't take that advice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, One thing I want to also, we've talked about like a few of the characters, uh, but we haven't mentioned Maggie much in terms of like her, her um like in your relationship within the film um so a lot of the like the first half pretty much is just like you guys going around campus and around like town essentially um how much of that was was it all scripted was it kind of just like going with the flow until you were like all right we know where we have to go but let's just like see how we get there type
1: or no it was all scripted because we didn't have any time we didn't have any like money or we were this the schedule for shithouse was crazy so we always had to do like two takes and so it was never scripted but it always felt like anything could happen because it was so rushed and so the filming process was so raw that I think that translated into the scenes which is really nice but no yeah none of it was scripted other than or none of it was not scripted other than when people like would forget lines and just like have to keep going and so I think it wasn't all I wasn't a stickler at all about like stay with my lines I always wanted them to not say anything that felt false um and like rewrite them while they're saying them but um no there was no improv there's never a time where we we're like let's improvise right now
0: yeah i mean i think you've perfectly captured like what it's like to be an awkward freshman yeah talking to some girl he just met at a party <laughs> especially an older girl um yes. and i think that some of that definitely comes with letting your actors play in their space right. so that really yeah. comes forward um that's i think everything we have for you right now but before we get out of here cooper i just want to say that we both really enjoyed your movie and are looking forward to it so or to it coming out so take this chance to tell the people uh when they can find shithouse where they can find it and where they can find you on social media if they want to keep up with what you got going on
1: um don't look at my social media but the movie's coming out on october 16th uh and it's going to be on vod and in some theaters like throughout the country but if you're not comfortable going to theaters, watch it on like Apple TV or like, uh, like Amazon prime. Um, I think like, like there's like nine, there's a, there's a website. If you look up shithouse, you can find it, but it's pretty much everywhere. You'll find it online. Um, and my Instagram is uh, coop myself as in poop myself. So <laughs> you can, you can find that if you want, but it's, uh, I mean, it's not like a funny Instagram, but I just, uh, I don't, I don't usually tell people to go find my Instagram because it's an embarrassing name, but
0: I will say I found your Instagram before.
1: But yeah, that's all I got. Awesome.
2: Well, I have one final off the cuff question. Yeah. Um, the stuffed animal. Yes. Big fan of the stuffed animal. Do you, you have that stuffed animal or do you have one like it?
1: I have that stuffed animal still it's like somewhere in my room but I uh I actually I don't know I wish I could say I had all these stuffed animals because I I want Alex to be like me people are like oh my gosh did you do that? like I'm like uh no I didn't have stuffed animals but it was a great storytelling device and I also uh wanted I just wanted people to get in Alex's head somehow and also I always thought about that character being Alex's dead father. Like, I always wanted that to... I didn't want to do, like, a uh. memento. Like, you know how movies do mementos sometimes? And I was yeah. like, that's the corniest thing ever. So I just wanted him to somehow be around. And I think a lot of people were also telling me the stuffed wolf has to be funnier. Like, you have to make him have like a certain way that he talks i'm like no he's talking to a middle-aged man that's why he's (laughs) talking like this um so yeah that was those were the two things that went into the stuffed wolf but i do have the stuffed wolf around here i don't know where but um yeah i love stuffed animals i didn't have one but now i do they're
2: big 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 fan of the stuffed animals across the board thank you um but yeah like like josh said Uh, We definitely both enjoyed this movie. Like I said at the top of it, definitely felt way too seen. (laughs) Um, But I think that's a good thing. Like I think it really shows just how like specific but universal the movie is. And I would be hard pressed for anybody in college, like any college student or college graduate to see this movie and be like, oh, wow, like some part of this really hit home. Even if I haven't been in school for like three, four years now, and I was still like, this is Like it happened yesterday. Um, So very well done. Would highly recommend it to anybody who went to school. And even if you didn't, check it out. It's a great movie. Very fun. Very wholesome. Uh, And I'm very excited to see what you have coming next, whenever that may be.
1: Me too. Me too. Thank you guys so much for, for having me on. This was really, it was really nice talking.
2: Yeah, thank you, Cooper. Guys, like he said,
0: Shithouse comes out October 16th on VOD and in select theaters. Get it where you can. Go see it. Once again, Cooper, thank you again. And we hope to talk to you soon.
1: Thank you so much.